Sabahat Kazi from Nihilent joins us again on what's next and uh, we're going to be talking uh, a little extending the discussion a little bit further from our last discussion on SAP and BTP and the innovation platform from the last time. Now we've heard a lot about your IPs, IPIs uh, even and ideal. Can you throw some light on these uh, uh, specific uh, uh, I don't know if you what you call them acronyms or whatever in the SAP space, but uh, do shed some light on these uh, for us. Sure, Aki. First of all, thank you for having me back and uh, looking forward to another good conversation with you. Uh, uh, I, I think SAP BTP is probably the most interesting thing to have happened to SAP. Uh, while you're right about the acronym, SAP itself stands for something, but now people just call it SAP. Uh, so even our solutions that we have built, Ivan, Ideal, they are also uh, kind of acronyms. They stand for something. Uh, I think overall BTP, I think it's it's a very interesting thing. Uh, it's even bigger, I feel, than HANA or S4. It has helped bring the possibility of innovation to the SAP world uh, beyond just creating workflows or maybe integrating with multiple systems with SAP. Um, and... Uh, Earlier, if you recall, it was called the SAP HANA Cloud Platform. That's right. Uh, when it came about, we got very excited because uh, we could uh, look at a lot of disruptive technologies, try to bring them into our use cases, into solving the customer's pain. Uh, and uh, so we also came up with solutions. For example, one solution is called IWIN, which I is intelligent, WEN is the vendor supplier. So IWIN is one solution. Then there is another solution called Ideal. So I, again, uh, intelligence and DL is for dealer or distributor. So these are two such solutions. Uh, and overall, I think uh, a lot of businesses today operate in a suboptimal way. Uh, if you are an Amazon shopaholic, for example, like me, uh, uh, how's the consumer experience? You search for a product, uh, Amazon recommends something based on your interest and you just place your order. So not just uh, for the product you started off with, but maybe you'll order something else. Maybe <laughs> the product that you order is something very different from what you originally started off with. Uh, <laughs> and this is delivered to you in time uh, as per the promised predicted date. But the same thing in the B2B scenario is very different. We uh, still are used to a lot of disconnected systems, uh, sending purchase orders by mail, waiting for a confirmation uh, from your vendor, whether when is going to supply. Uh, at best, you're using EDI, for example, but again, it's a kind of a one-way communication, order sent, uh, confirmation received, that's it. But the world now is all about uh, engagement in real time. Uh, and uh, if you really ask businesses, are they truly there yet? Uh, I, I think uh, most supply chains today, they are uh, pretty much uh, rely on uh, one-sided communication, for example. So uh, I think a lot has changed uh, with BTP. You know, it's so interesting you talk about that. And of course, the intelligence that you talk about in the background. And uh, as you're saying that, and you were saying that you, you spend a lot of time on Amazon as I do. And isn't it amazing? You go in and you buy one thing. You, you're, you're set to buy one specific thing. And before you know it, you've got another five things sitting in your cart and you weren't intending to buy those things. So exactly to your point and what you're talking about, that smart intelligence, that customer engagement. So you are connecting the supply chain both on a, on a customer level 
as well as on the vendor side, right? Now, how, how will that benefit the customer exactly? Uh, yeah, okay. so the, the word supply chain itself, uh, you can imagine chain. So what it means is it is made up of a number of links and the supply chain is as strong or as resilient uh, as its weakest link. Uh, if you're into manufacturing, if you're into consumer goods products, for example, you'll uh, need raw material suppliers who will supply your raw materials, you'll process them, and then you'll supply to uh, through a channel to your end customers or your consumers. Yes. Now, if you are not able to supply those raw materials in time, you cannot produce the goods for sale and uh, you're looking at a loss of revenue, for example, among other things, even a loss of your brand image as well. So if the chain is not taught or uh, it, it's not reactive, because many times you see you have a slack in a chain, when you mm. pull on one side, it takes time before the other side is also pulled up, right? So if the same thing happens in an organization, uh, I think you will lose revenue. Uh, you will lose the brand name, as I mentioned earlier, uh, if you're not able to supply. And uh, your supply chain can only be as effective or as efficient uh, as possible if you are able to pass on the demand from your consumers on one side to your suppliers on the other side. And it is not though that uh, uh, today these signals are not being transmitted, uh, but one thing is they are not in real time. Second, uh, probably they are not uh, as efficiently done, meaning they consume a lot of bandwidth Your uh, from your sales side, your purchase teams, a lot of communication happening on the phone, uh, mails being exchanged. And third, I think another important thing is this is prone to errors because what mm. you're doing is in one company, which is say a supplier, uh, yes. it's 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 actually replicating the document that they have received. They have received a purchase order. They are just typing it again. So it, it's actually a duplication of work. Uh, and there is a delay, there are errors. I know of a CPG company where it took at one point of time, a couple of years back, almost three days before a customer order could actually be put into the company systems for it to be processed. So it's not the transit time that you're losing on. Stock was there always. It is simply because the order processing was delayed that you lost time. So it is these inefficiencies that we are trying to solve uh, using our solutions. Ivan is one example, uh, and Ideal uh, does it on the uh, distributor or the consumer or the uh, dealer side. Uh, so it's become easy. Uh, not just that, as I mentioned, it's like an Amazon experience. You're engaging uh, with your dealer or distributor. Mm. Uh, you're also getting uh, to get to show recommendations. So if your dealer is going to place an order for X product, like you and me, uh, you'll have more than one product in the cart because he gets to see what, what are the promotions going on, for example. Based on the past history, uh, there are certain SKUs which will automatically get populated in this shopping cart. So I think that helps drive revenue. Uh, you When you plan better, uh, because the systems are now connected in real time, there is less chance of you producing obsolete goods. There's less chance of uh, producing stock which may expire on in your warehouse itself before even going into the market because there's no real demand because the systems that you are using, yes. they're not giving you the information in real time. So all this, I think, impacts revenue, cash flow, and obviously the customer satisfaction as well. So it, it's a dream for a CFO or a CFO to or a CEO to actually... Uh, see an improvement in these numbers, uh, Aki.
and of course have this in real time. I mean, wow. I mean, you think about the agility and the, the kinds of volumes that online uh, you know, vendors are doing these days. You've got to have this technology. So uh, having said that, Sabahat, how, how do you think uh, SAP, for example, is positioning BTP? Uh, yeah, okay. in fact, there has been a lot of focus now from SAP on BTP. And they're positioning it like an innovation platform. And the idea is uh, the kind of uh, changes which are happening in the world out there, uh, the frequency or the speed of innovation that now companies need, uh, you can't give with uh, a system which is just focused on the digital core because digital core is something that you would want to be stable. You don't want to disturb your, uh, for example, your uh, receivables cycle or your financial uh, closures and all that. So you want a different layer where you can actually do the innovation. So SAP is focusing on uh, creating this as the innovation platform. Uh, uh, in fact, uh, last time we discussed about one customer who uh, implemented, uh, was still using the system which was implemented in 98. So after our video, I had a conversation with him and he said, oh, uh, listen, I am innovating. I'm doing a lot of stuff. I said, fine, you are innovating. There's no doubt about it. But what are you doing? Um, he said, we are uh, automating financial postings. We have created a data warehouse and so on. Uh, I said, yes, that's innovation, no doubt. But uh, look at your competitor. What are they doing? They're experimenting with maybe blockchain contracts. They are working with real-time reports. Uh, they are using RPA to automatically book their invoices. So how long before your business uh, tomorrow comes to you and says, hey, because of uh, what the competition is doing with technology, uh, we are losing market share. So I think I think this is a very important platform uh, uh, which uh, SAP sees as something which will become a must-have. It's not something which is a good to have or a nice to have thing. Right. Okay. So do you think that then, in in light of what you've just said, uh, that are, are SAP customers adopting SAP BTP? Uh, it's picking up, uh, Aki. Okay. Uh, uh, we have to customers, for example, uh, who were using third-party systems to connect with their uh, distributors, but were not very happy with it. Obviously, various reasons like problems with integration and all. But now they are moving to our ideal solution uh, on BTP, which offers a seamless experience uh, and even recommends what we talked about intelligently, what the customer should actually be buying when they are creating the order. And these are ECC customers. These are all the older version of uh, ERP. Uh, so it's not that they need to be on S4 HANA to benefit uh, from BTP. Okay. And uh, most customers now uh, in their digital journey, uh, SAP has been positioning Rise with SAP, which is offered as a uh, digital transformation as a service, where they get subscription credits for BTP to experiment. So uh, it's part of their bill of material of the licenses, and uh, they can start uh, using it, experimenting with it. So you'll soon see a flood uh, of customers who use BTP Aki. Now, how does a customer decide which platform to go for? I mean, even if you look at uh, hyperscalers that have their own platforms, in, for example, how, how do you decide? So uh, Aki, when SAP started BTP, uh, I mentioned it was at that time known as SAP HANA Cloud, Cloud Platform, and maybe the intent was also a bit different. Uh, it was built in uh, using SAP's own data centers and technologies. But now BTP is available on Cloud Foundry, wherein uh, you have uh, Azure, GCP, Amazon. All these are 
uh, available uh, from our infrastructure perspective and not just that there are certain services which are available on btp which in the backend use uh, azure or caws service so mm. uh, you're right there is a bit of overlap and how does a customer actually decide uh, what i would say is uh, wherever their processes touch the sap system uh, involves other sap application data for example success factors or ariba uh, if their majority of erp uh, cx uh, supplier systems are sap then i think btp is the best option and the advantage is uh, uh, primarily because it is seamless uh, yeah. you know, uh, it offers almost the same kind of services which are available on these hyperscalers and uh, you can connect uh, multiple sap systems you will have customers uh, sap customers who don't just use the erp they also use the other solutions as well so oh, yeah. integrating them together becomes very simple no, it's really interesting. I mean, from 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 a from a from a partner like Nihiland, what has changed for SAP for for you guys and Nihiland with SAP and BTP, for example, have there been significant changes? Yeah. So as uh, as a SAP partner, we have been primarily doing consulting, implementing, maintaining customer systems. Till now, uh, we have also been doing a lot of custom development uh, because there are certain white spaces. There are some unique requirements which a customer would want built. Uh, and because of this, we had developed a lot of expertise in certain industry, uh, even certain general needs that a customer would have where they would want a custom developed solution, for example. Uh, and with this uh, unique learning that we had, we could not create any IP out of it, uh, Aki. Because there was no option, uh, you had to do it customer to customer. Right. But now, uh, with uh, BTP coming about, you have an option of creating an IP, and not just creating it listed uh, on the SAP store, for example. Uh, and uh, it is available to the world. If I create an IP, I have solutions. They are available for discovery by any SAP customer. Thousands and thousands of SAP customers. If they have a pain similar to someone else that I have seen. They can just discover that and probably get in touch with us and uh, we can resolve their problem by deploying this solution. So that's the big change. I think it's now offering uh, all partners an opportunity to scale their operations far beyond. Very interesting. I mean, when you look at when you look at the current scenario and customers that are listening to us right now, what would you suggest? as the first step for an SAP customer to take, for example. How, how should a customer engage you at Nihilent? Okay, I think first of all, the customers should think that this is easy. It's not at all difficult to engage, to go in for solutions like BTP. Yeah. Uh, every customer today is somewhere in their digital journey. They would be exploring platforms as an option. SAP customers are also looking at the new offerings from SAP, for example, Rise with SAP. Uh, so if they offer Rise with SAP, you have certain credits to use SAP BTP as part of the subscription itself. So these credits can be used. Any use case they have, why not try and experiment with that use case? Uh, another option could be uh, they can go in for a standalone subscription of BTP. Again, try it out. If they can't try it out, uh, uh, we are there as partners to help them do that. And I can tell you uh, today it offers bring your own language, for example. Mm -hmm. So it's not that you need to have uh, some kind of specialized knowledge to work with BTP. It's like any platform. It, uh, it, it allows you to leverage whatever knowledge base you have in your organization 
to develop solutions. We, in fact, have a full stack of solutions uh, around uh, intelligent supply chain, for example. So uh, what a customer can do is probably ask us as a partner or any partner or go to the SAP store and search for uh, what are the solutions. Say you need something in supply chain, so is there something available? You need something in customer experience, so is it available? Things like that. And then uh, take the step of uh, uh, using the subscription that they have. Uh, there is even a trial subscription to start okay. using it and install small steps. Uh, we would want to do a design thinking workshop typically with a customer because sometimes these use cases, the customer themselves may not be very clear on what exactly they would want. Yeah. So using this design thinking uh, workshop, we can come up with a, a minimum viable product, a working pilot, which they can experiment, tweak it, uh, and then very quickly uh, go live with it. I've had a customer from the retail industry who went live with a productive application in just two weeks time. Okay. I mean, wow. that's something which is unheard of. Yes. And, and because uh, of this iterative kind of an approach, this design thinking approach, where uh, we were able to create a MVP and it turned out right. Our hypothesis uh, turned out to be right that yes, users will be able to use it, will like it and uh, it can become productive. So that's the kind of uh, advantages uh, that I think come with uh, BTP and partners like us are always there to support uh, our customers. Well, I mean, you've said that, you know, they, they, you know, if you're unsure, do a trial, see how it's going to work. It's really pretty easy to, uh, you know, well, we say easy, but you guys at Neoland make things easy. But I mean, it, it's relatively easy to implement. I mean, when you talk about a two weeks turnaround, that is that is pretty fast. And when you talk about the benefits from a customer and a vendor point of view online, the benefits that you get, it's just a no brainer. So that's something that people should definitely be trying and see those solutions and see the benefits that your organization will experience. Uh, Sabahat Kazi from Nihiland, thank you so much once again for joining us all the way from India. We wish you well on your day further, sir. Thank you, Waki, for having me again on your show. You take care.